Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. You cheap prick. You'll go to park at the parking, right? $44, but you won't get even more space so you get to board first on the plane. So you're the last bastard to get on the plane. You, There's no room for you. Pay more, you bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. What, was he talking to me? That's right. That's because what, because was, of my airport problems? He was referring to your trip to Florida when you were on your way back. Pay more, you bitch. That's right. You bitch, Mike. What the what the hell kind of talk is that? Well, maybe it's, you know, a term of endearment. You know, I I had a panhandle just to get enough money to park in that lot. Not funny. Sad. You know, Sad. he uh, he phoned in um, that uh, comment on speakpipe.com yeah. slash Planet Mikey podcast. Right. It's free and anybody can do it. Anybody can speak into his pipe? By the way, the boner guys, I, I cut them out. What of happened the, to uh, them? They're all, all over the place. They think, oh, oh I'm going to do another boner joke now. And there are a couple of them. Oh, there, you know, so. it's okay. Let, them, let, it, let it fly. We should you bring know? the boner jokes on? You know, when, when you're doing boner jokes, you got to stand up for what you think is right. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Don't stiff me on this. All right. Anything else? <laughs> Actually, no. No, I've gone limp. Yeah. Hey, I got to tell you guys something. This is the uh, award-winning Planet Mikey podcast. I don't know if you heard, but we got an award. Really? Yeah. Yep. Best Sudbury-based podcast in the history of podcasting. Wait a minute. Was the, now the topic did it, did it nice. clarify between nice. you know the surface terrestrial or subterranean? Does it matter? Does it matter? It's, it's a, an award is an award. It's true. And you know. As I said to my award last night, I think you were hard on the beaver last night, award. <laughs> uh, war- <laughs> oh, man. June, June, put that thing on that I like that you wear, and I'll be up in 10 minutes after I talk to the boys. And- <laughs> that was uh, the guy that played uh, Ward Cleaver. Hugh Beaumont. Hugh Beaumont. What a great guy. What a seriously... He's everyone's dad. My even favorite, he, since he's dead. My favorite bumbling dad from the 50s was... Um, was uh, Fred McMurray? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was. He was. Well, Rob, where's, where's Uncle Charlie? <laughs> he sounded like John Ryder doing a flash. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the uh, most reliable and professional. Oh wait, no. I, I was about to call our podcast reliable and professional, but the most reliable and professional automotive repair service. Oh, good. Yeah. Is Pro, Pro Automotive and Pro Automotive. Dot com. M-A oh. dot com. <laughs> Just remember your mother. He said, Pro Automotive Ma dot com. Do you think uh, Jason Russo is listening right now? You know what the MA stands for when he does Pro Automotive MA? Do you know, what it's, you know what it stands for? Mike Adams. How'd you know? I just took a wild guess. Good guess. Pro Automotive. Guess. Yeah. This is where you go, friends, when you have a problem with your car or truck or whatever it is. They do every single uh what do you call it? Brand of car. And not everybody owns a brand new car, so they specialize in older model cars well, as well. Not ju- they, don't, they specialize in any car yeah. because they're that good. And he, they have certified uh, mechanics, SASE, is that what it's called? They run a clean shop as well. Clean shop, yep. fair, honest. F- the pricing is unbelievably good. And, and they're courteous. When you take your car in there, they don't just say, oh, "I'll call you when it's." No, they give you text updates. Your car's now in for service. Well, we we found this, and and you so you really are. Uh, it's a great organization. Let me put you on the spot on this one. When you picked up your car after it had been repaired, yes. was it uh, fluffed and buffed? 
Fluffed and buffed? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Was like, it all shiny and clean and vacuumed out? Did, did they wash it? Yeah. Oh, no, I washed it before I brought it to them. I'm oh, not going to well. embarrass myself with a filthy car going in there. Are you kidding me? I got a, I got a, I got a grand marquee mark. You do. What year is that? Oh, wait. My last one? And I got two now. By the way, my son Andy just turned 17 on Saturday. Yeah. He's getting his license April 1st. Oh, and that's no joke. No. He's going to have a new license, and then we put him on the insurance. <laughs> and it'll cost you an arm and a leg. These 17-year-olds, you know, they don't charge, they don't give them good rates because they're 17, and, and they're, they're boys. Dumb. Yeah. Do you remember when you were 17, Mike? Oh, you know, I learned the truth at 17. <laughs> Just like Janice Ian, yeah. but not with the same people. Okay. Um, she, uh, when I was 17, I was tr- serious trouble. Okay, that's when I was probably my very worst behave, behavioral person. You scared the crap out of your parents? I was such an asshole, shithead. If I had myself as a son that I was then, I would kill me. What would you tell your 17-year-old Mike Adams right now if you met him in the street? I'd say, you know what? Before it gets out of hand and you cause yourself all kinds of pain, heartache, and other people as well, get your fucking shit together, douche. <laughs> what's wrong with you? And, I, and then the answer would be, oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'd say, Luke, I'm your father, Luke. All right, okay, so did I finish no, what well, one thing from your sordid past would you give your 17-year-old self a heads up on? Oh, oh getting kicked out of prep school. Because right. that cost my father money, and, and, it, and it redirected my entire situation. It probably changed your father's attitude toward you as well. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, anyway, pro-automotive done. <laughs> Pro Automotive in three locations. Two of them are in Webster. One is Englewood Street, and the other one is South Main Street, Webster, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Uh, and the other one is Oxford Avenue, Dudley. The best people you can possibly go to for any kind of automotive repair. Don't they have a okay. slogan? Seriously. Well, they have one slogan. Well, they, thanks to me. Yeah. Remember, for whatever ails your car, Pro Automotive has the cure. Okay. God damn it. That's good. They, they took the uh, God damn it part out of the slogan. Where are, where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I don't usually leave reviews for anybody. Yes. Uh, bad or good, but when when it came to Pro Automotive, I said I got to leave them a review because it says, "Oh, visit Facebook, you know, Yelp and Google reviews and all that." So I went. And I said, "I said just same thing I just said to all of you, that they're great on the review." And I and I never do that. Well, you know what's funny? It's so if, out of character for me. If you go you're to a, usually a prick. I know. If you go to an establishment and you have and you're treated well and you realize, holy crap, I'm surrounded by professionals and they're taking good care of me, you have a tendency to tell a lot of other yes. people. Conversely, if you go and you have a bad experience, the right. same thing happens. Well, that's just it. Word of mouth is the strongest form of advertising you may know. <laughs> but the thing is that if you if you're gonna be the kind of prick that that someone gives you a hard time, you give them a bad review. You better be at the other side of that when someone's good mm. to leave them a good review. That's, that and sense. that's exactly when I went out of my way and did that on all three of those sites: Yelp, Google, and Facebook. Very and, good of you. And I put a picture of the tattoo on my ass on all of all three of the oh, posts. You did? No, no. Uh. We're also brought to you by my grandma's coffee cake. They're the best. They are the best. That's true. And you can talk to us at speakpipe. What's it called? Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. <laughs> it's free. I have to always go to Smitty for the important information. I have it. I don't, I don't or they could go to planetmikeypodcast at gmail.com if they want to write something. Or they can go to at Planet Mikey on Twitter. There's another thing you they can do. Yep. If they want. There are many and, ways to contact the Planet Mikey podcast. Or you can just Planet go Mikey to Ben's podcast. house yes. and wake him up. Yes. Tell him what you're thinking. And, and uh, who's our newest sponsor? Our newest sponsor, of course, is uh, Fan 
duel. Massachusetts, listen up. The <laughs> you know, we have more commercials now, and there's a reason, because we're highly successful. Maybe the most celebrated podcast in the history of Sudbury. Hmm. I like the commercials that start off with, hey, Massachusetts. Hey, everybody. It's like they're calling yeah. from the moon. Yeah, well, you know, that's, well, Dick Robinson used to do that. You know, he'd say, hi, everybody. You know, he, uh, he, all of his commercials started that way. Hi, everybody. This is Dick Robinson from World Salvage. Or he'd say, hi, everybody. It's Dick Robinson from Pat's Tire and Muffler Shop. And so he'd say, hi, everybody, at the first thing he said. When you'd see him in the hallway at this radio station, he'd say, hi, everybody, even if it was just you. You're starting to make him sound more like Harry Carey. Well, he was great, though. He was very... Has uh, he left the planet? No, he's... he's still kidding? alive? Yeah. We should have him on as a guest. He's like 85. Oh, he'd be a great guest. He's going to be in April, I believe. He'd be a cranky old guy. would be cool. He's the best. Yeah. Okay, now I got this to say about us. Uh, assault weapons. Uh Assault weapons, you mean like yeah. guns? Well, yeah. no, you shoot salt at people. Oh, salt weapons. Their, their blood pressure goes right up. I it's really it. a good weapon. <laughs> and then there's the pepper weapon, pepper yeah. spray. Yeah. Yeah, so you got assault and pepper. You, if you can assault somebody with an assault weapon, get their blood pressure up, then spray them with pepper spray, they might just die. Everybody's entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Joe Biden. He's pro uh, he was projecting. So I have a bunch of topics that are interesting. This might be the best podcast we've done since, like, God. Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> what do you have We'll be the judge of that. That's right. Because I got stuff. I got lots and lots of stuff. I got stuff. I got what got, stuck uh, in my tooth. Yeah, what you got? It's a piece of Big Tarvey. No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I want to mention this. I don't like when those ads come on. They give, they make me uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest. Why? I, because there's, there's guys kissing and holding hands on it. And I, with all due respect to what people do want to do. Homophobe. What did you call me? Homophobe. No, I'm a... Are you kidding me? I'm a heterophobe. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> wait. I mean, uh, look, it's like I don't care what people do in the privacy of their own whatever. What but what do I it? have to see it on TV oh. when I'm eating cereal? Oh. There's a simple solution to that. Don't Stop eat cereal eating. while he's cereal. I just wanted to mention that those because and here's the other thing about the big Tarvey ads that bother me. Here's the other thing. That, but yeah, so the other things that that uh, bother me about the big Tarvey ad is it tells you, okay, you're undetectable through sex. You won't be detectable through. Wait, a minute, if someone has HIV and now they're becoming uh, undetectable, aren't they becoming more dangerous? What if they forget a pill? And then they, you know, I mean, don't, aren't they in danger of spreading it more? Being I undetectable? I never even thought about it. That's That sounds awful. Well, you think about it. You, let me think about you, it. I'll write your report. You, I'll come back to you next week on this one. The other thing is. What else? There's more? Well, no, this, has, no, this is a more about medicine. Cause medicines are all over the TV now. The biggest advertisers now are the insurance companies. You know, it's... Uh, uh, what, what do you call Geico. it? Geico. What's her, yeah, what's her name with the white suit on? Progressive. Progressive. It's all, it's, yeah. you know. Liberty, 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 oh, and Liberty. They're, and they're everywhere, and they're over and over again. So you know that the insurance business is making money, or they wouldn't have money to advertise. You only pay for what you need. Now, <laughs> the other people that are making money is these medicine companies. Big Pharma, I call them. A Big Pharma, yeah, they're everywhere. I had everywhere a girlfriend now. named Big Pharma. Giant money. They made all their money off of COVID. She had a big farm. That's not what it was all about. <laughs> yeah. She kicked me in the nuts, gave me two acres. <laughs> 
What's hey, dad jokes are good yeah. for you. Yeah. There was just a scientific report that came out. Dad jokes are good for children. By the way, it helps them learn to cope with embarrassment. That's right. So Bick keep Tarvey, it up. Big Tarvey, ch- ch- I found these side effects. Uh, uh, Big Tarvey changes your immune system, and uh, you can have kidney problems, oh. too much lactic acid in your blood, which is called lactic acid. Is it another mRNA vaccine? Is that and what it severe is? Severe liver problems. Mm, interesting. As well. Uh, by, by the way, Relaxium. You eat, if you take Relaxium all the time, like you see, it's Mike uh, Huckabee. Mike Huckabee, yeah. You end up looking like Mike Huckabee. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible side effect. Well, you could look like his daughter. That's a worse side effect. I like the Huckabees. I think they're nice. They're but good, good if, people. If Relaxium is so good, why are they giving away a thousand bottles? They give a, we're giving away a thousand bottles today. If, it, if it's that good, make people buy the bottles. Never even heard of that one. Yeah, well, you know what the drug dealers always say first one's free. <laughs> Do they say that? That's right. I don't really know any drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people who was aspire to be them. Well, okay. Now, weird religions. Do you have any weird religions? Oh, stand, we, we need some music for this. Ready? Yeah, it has to be weird. Weird religions. Here we go. <laughs> that's like that's like the church I go to. That's Come on, not weird. Father Mike. Tell us about the weird religions. All the old ladies with their rosary beads. I was brought up Catholic. Mm-hmm. And there's people with, ro- old women with rosary beads. I always thought they were talking to themselves, but they were praying. And I couldn't get over it. I said, what, Mom, why is that lady talking to herself? You can smell that church, She's praying, right? honey. Yeah. She's praying. What does it smell like? I've never uh, been it in. It smells like incense. It's right. good. Yeah. yeah. What, my vape? And candles. No, the church. You're going to wax poetic about candles? Oh, yeah. Better hurry up. I have a short fuse. <laughs> John Wick. Oh, oh, oh sorry. By Did you way, just like read a uh, ten thousand puns in a book and just constantly read it over and over? Yeah. And why over don't again? you just shut your uh, shut up? I'm, shut, I'm asking the question. Sh- how do you, you know your pie hole? How do you keep those all in your head? Ten thousand puns. They, you know, they by come Mike back Adams. to me on the spot. I'm a quick thinker. I'm, I can think on my feet. Watch. I'm gonna watch this. I think I'll sit down. Agori. Did you know anything about that religion? No, never heard of it. Let's hear it. A-G-H-O-R-I. Yeah. It's a Hindu cult that's considered to have split off from the Kapalika order in the 14th century A.D. You didn't know that. Many Hindus condemn the Aghoris due to their cannibalistic rituals. Mm. Followers of this cult carry a Kapala, not Kapala Harris. She's our vice president. A Kapala, which is a cup made from a skull. (laughs) So they drink out of skulls. And that's pretty normal. The finality of their rituals is attained from eating the decaying flesh of a human. Agoris. Watch out for them. Agoris, wow. <laughs> Especially if you've already died. They'll eat you. How about Panawave? Panawave. What? Panawave. No. You don't know anything about that religion? Preach, no. Mike. Preach. Based in Japan, this exceedingly odd group... Why am I echoing? You're in the hall. I don't want to be in the hall. All right. You're in the rectory. <laughs> It's like the walls are made of paper. Are we in Japan? <laughs> anyway, this odd group is scared witless by the presence of electromagnetic waves Ooh. in the modern world. This okay. is called Panawave. They blame Panawaves for climate change, environmental destruction, and other worldly ills. Is this a religion? Yeah. Yeah. In 1994, there, since 1994, there have been multiple publicity-attracting acts since by this group such as the 2003 attempted abduction of an Arctic seal, which had appeared in a Tokyo River. Yeah. You know what? You, if you're a seal and you get to a Tokyo River, you deserve to be captured and made fun of. 
The group reasoned that electromagnetic waves were the cause of this seal's strange appearance. Oh, it destroyed his navigation system. They, then they returned it to the Arctic to, avor, to avert the coming doomsday. Well, okay. I didn't they really... released it, and then it immediately got eaten uh, by a killer whale. I didn't even know they did drugs in Japan, do you know, they? I encourage everybody to check out H-A-A-R-P. Go do a search for that. You do a- it on Google, you won't H-A- get the truth. H-A-A-R-P. They Is that beam, that weird weather control they program up in They beam a billion watts of microwaves up into the ionosphere. They do. It causes it to heat up. It creates a bubble. And when the bubble rises, it actually pulls the jet stream so you can practically steer the weather. Wow. And That's how I steer my bowels. These, these, I got a big bubble in there. These right? facilities are located all around the globe. So just Don't want, you love conspiracy, Bill? But then they're calling it climate change. We should do an overnight show uh, like that, a guy, Art Bell. You know, all three of us, Yeah. you know. Three bells. <laughs> uh, the uh, Arth- the Aetherius Society is basically uh, a combination of Christian dogma with Hindu, Buddhist, and Jewish beliefs. Oh. Mixing them all together with a healthy dose of ufology, which is UFO, the study of UFOs and extraterrestrial life, in case you were you know, about to Google that. It's like the Heaven's Gate people. There's 650 members. Right. Remember yeah. them? They yeah. cut their balls off. Yeah. That was weird. And they waited for the... <laughs> The uh, spaceship that. that was behind the comet. And you know what their favorite snack was? What? Hostess snowballs. Now, listen to this. The 650 members of this weird Arthurius Society yeah. strive to prevent total annihilation of the Earth. They claim multiple disasters have already been prevented through the use of prayer and spiritual energy batteries, mm. which hold within them the healing energy generated by psychic abilities. They're still waiting for the next master, who's apparently some kind of mega-Jesus descending from the heavens in a flying saucer and possessing great magical powers. Wow. That, it's a nice fantasy. It would be a good movie. What if it's true? There's a lot of fucking morons on this earth. <laughs> you know, I got a, a movie in my mind about it. About it, God sends his daughter this time instead of his son, yeah. Judy Christ. And they send her to straighten out all the problems that Jesus didn't quite finish the job when he was here, uh, standing on rocks, making more fish for people, you know? So does she have a solution to the world's problems? Well, she does live shots instead of standing on rocks, talking to like, as many people can hear. If you're within the sound of my voice... Judy Christ gets it right. Well, they said when he returns, the whole world will see him. She. She. Sorry. And it's a transgender. So, And you wonder when you were a kid, how could that be possible? But now they can do it. Okay, so now the church of... This is my final weird religion. Go ahead. The church of euthanasia, which is the younger people that live in Asia. People are dying to get into that one. More to protest. So fucking dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> Overpopulation necessitates that people take measures to actively reduce the number of humans in the future. Okay. India, are you listening? Mm. <laughs> what are they at right now? Like one billion, seven yeah, billion, something like that. You know, oops, sorry, something like that. They have their wacky cash system over there too. It's kind of strange. Is that what it's called? Yeah. While the group does not condone murder, nor do they promote their only commandment. Oh no, they do promote their only commandment: "Thou shalt not procreate." Encouraging believers and others to engage in suicide, abortion, and non-procreative sexual acts. What are those like? BJ's or something? <laughs> BJ's save the HJ's, planet. They're one of the most famous. Anal. They're one of the most famous slogans of these people. Is save the planet, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they, God, they are. They're probably the most right of all of the religious. They're groups. way ahead of their times. China apparently, as of 2021. Now, do we have a commercial that's 30 seconds to play here while I blow my nose? Okay, Wait, I guess first, we'll leave this one. Alone. You have to say Massachusetts. Matt. Oh. Hey, Massachusetts. No, like this. 
Massachusetts, listen up. The wait is hold on. Massachusetts, Massachusetts, listen up. The wait is finally over. <laughs> yep. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Massachusetts. And new customers in Massachusetts can get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed, when you place your first $5 bet. All you got to do is sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston. That's fanduel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can get to bet on your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and a whole lot more. That's an unbelievably great opportunity for you and from the best folks in the business. So bet now on an app that's completely safe, secure, and super easy to use. And don't miss your chance to get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston. Make every moment more on America's number one sports book. Got to be 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit is required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? By the way, hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Want to talk back to Mikey? Give him a piece of your mind? Well, now you can. And it's free. Go to speakpipe.com slash planetmikeypodcast and let it rip. And please, make it interesting and your comments might just end up on the podcast. Go to speakpipe.com slash planetmikeypodcast and leave your message for Mikey or Ben or even Bill. It's fast, easy, and free. Did I mention free? That's speakpipe.com slash planetmikeypodcast. It's that time of year. I like when that woman says, even Bill. Even Bill. You can leave a message for even Bill. That, by the way, that woman is very talented uh, radio talent, and we, we, we don't. Unless we want to pay her, we can't mention it. Well, it was very expensive to get it. She's much better at it than her husband, too. Oh. You notice that? Yeah. Leaf blower. By the way. I love that sound. How many podcasts have you missed, Ben, since we started this? How many have you missed? Seven? Eight? That's probably... That many? Five? I'd say three. Three? How many have I missed? Go fuck yourself. That's That's right. You've you've missed none. Smitty's missed none. Now, you know that John Fetterman guy, that lurch-looking dude that got elected from Pennsylvania? Yeah, by the way, have you, have you seen his body double? They're trying, yeah, to get yeah. us to con- they're trying to get us to believe that this guy that they put out there, it's, it, doesn't it's not like, him. it doesn't look anything like <laughs> right. him. Uh, he's just dressed like him. Right. Everybody looks like a, a hulking, you know... Uh, Does he look like a circus strongman oh, from man, 1908? It's terrible. He's it's- missed... 53 out of 64 roll call votes yep. since being elected. I My feel bad guy. for the guy, man. He's got, he's got mental problems. This is too bad. But why Why did they let that happen? Because they you want know, to keep control of the Senate. Dr. Oz, you know, you might like him or dislike him. Well, he would Do- have been better than a guy who never shows up. Dr. Oz was, oh, grab your pearls. He was a Republican. Oh, Jesus, look out. Sick. <laughs> uh, so... Anyway, okay, old letters from W-E-E-I days. I got to tell you, this is, I I was digging through some. uh, What do you mean, old letters? What what is that? I have. Explain that. I'm going through some stuff in my my den slash office slash pit of a basement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was a file of just stuff I threw in a a folder uh, of stuff, you know, old correspondence. Back when people used to write. I'll look at this again someday. Yeah, and I found these. Now, which one do you want first? Do you want the Jason Wolf one? Jason Wolf wrote you uh, hate mail. Well, no, no. Uh, he you, was my he was the program director. You, you, oh, it was written to Jason about you. 
Explain. Why don't you who, just take a big hot cup and shut the fuck up? <laughs> Explain who Jason Wolf is for anybody who might not know oh, who he is. Okay, Put but things God, in give me a second here. Oh. To get organized. Oh man, Jesus Christ! Oh, Christ. Fucking read the letter already. You sons of bitches. Wow. So Jason Wolf is the program director, and I and I liked him. What very is much. a uh, program director? They run the radio station. Mm-hmm. So the WEI program director Jason Wolf sent this letter to not just me. Craig Mustard, Larry Johnson, John Wallach, Greg Dickerson, Fred Smurless, Steve Diossi, Michael Felger, Sean McAdams, Steve Buckley, Tony Maserati, Bill Burt, Steve Burton, Mike Adams, Chris Collins, and Wendy Nix. Now, these are all the people who are on the air at that but, time. But not full-time hosts. I see. So he must have had a meeting with the full-time. I was, this was 2004. I wasn't full-time until 05. Okay. From Jason Wolf. Regarding FCC and indecency slash offensive programming. Go ahead, Mike. Gentlemen, as you're all aware, the FCC has tightened the noose around the broadcast industry and in the past few months, and Intercom as a company has taken steps to ensure that we're in compliance with the rules as they stated today. Indecency specifically related to sexual and excretory discussion. That's like, you know, when you shit your pants. This includes innuendo and double entendre, which, of course, I lived on once I got on the air at WEI. I lived on that shit. So you have to be incredibly careful. I don't want any comments made in this regard. This would especially include describing any part of a woman's anatomy, like, you know, her knockers or her vagina. But not a man's anatomy. Either directly or or indirectly. (laughs) In addition, you cannot use any of the following words. Douchebag, a-hole, F-U, retard, used in the context of calling someone stupid or an idiot, and pussy. So this is like a... It's a beautiful thing. It's like the seven dirty words. There will also be no more sound effects heard on the air relating to farting. You're kidding me. Yeah, orgasms, or farting and orgasms together. Defacting... Or masturbating. Oh, that. That's wacky. You know, the funny thing is that this is the difference between men and women. For women, there are like no nicknames for masturbation. Uh, There are three or four, maybe. You have to really stretch to get them. But for guys, there's a million. Like, you know, pull pull your... Tickle your pickle. Pull your pork. uh, Choke your chicken. Choke the chicken. Cuff the carrot. Yank the crank. Fool with your tool. Buff the bishop. (laughs) Beat the bishop and pull the pope. There's a million of them. This just shows you the difference between men and women. Women don't think about that stuff all the time. Anyway. Jason says there's probably more to come, but we're going to be safe, not sorry. The bottom line only takes one person to hear something they think is indecent and complain to the fucking FCC. Did you say more to come? That's what it says. Yeah. Thank you for your cooperation. Now, Jason Wolf, he's a good program director. He is. Good Unlike guy. Kevin Graham, who is a big nerd <laughs> pussy dickhead. Oh, man. You know, Jason was good at his job. Mm-hmm. That's why the station was number one. Now, you can't do ex- you can't do excretory. Uh, what if the station was number two? Would you have mentioned it? <laughs> we didn't finish number one, but we were a solid number so two. So how long after you read that letter did you start doing the I banged her jokes I on the radio? I banged her all. I said every time there was that any, night, any woman that came, came up in, t- in conversation, you know, it didn't matter who it was, I'd say, <laughs> I banged her. And, you know, everybody knew it was a joke because I, I couldn't possibly bang on those. Did people. that violate the uh, the rules that were laid out there by Jason? Probably. 
Isn't that funny, though? No. Now, this is a letter from, and I'm holding it up for the you camera because we're more. on YouTube. There's more. Well, this is, yeah, this is a guy who hated my guts for, I don't know why. Here's the letter. Hold on, is this a listener or someone that worked at so, the station? It's a listener. Oh, okay. It's from a guy named uh, either Jack or Josh, I don't know, M- Mally. How long ago was this? Abington, Mass. Okay. This is like 04. Okay. Let me see the postmark. Can you say the postmark? What does it say on there? I can't read it. Ben has laser eyes. 2003. 2003. August so I was 7th, filling in. 2003. Still doing weekends, you know. Okay. And he writes on the envelope, to Mike, quote, Puke Adams. Wow. W-E-E-I, New Balance Building. Okay. Puke. Here's his letter. Why W-E-E-I allows a slut like you on the air is awful. You have no self-respect. An obvious pervert, male, comma, female, whatever that means. Oh, there's no difference to you as long as they are kennel-bred. What? Remember River? Remember Rover? What? What does he stop making sense? Today you brought up blowing on the air. Do you miss it? Rover must. So he's 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 inferring that I blew a dog named Rover. No, I think that might be a letter from a woman. I think he's faking it, or she's faking it. I don't know. I thought a woman would have liked all that code dirty. I, I would think, yeah. Anyway, so that's my that was the only fan letter I got when I was at EWEI for all the whole time I was there. It's from this guy who calls me puke. You know, uh, and I got one more. This guy sent me a list of uh, Massachusetts versions of Barbie, really? based on the town. You ready? Okay, so this is like the. When's this from? I don't, look at the look at the work the guy put in. Look at all that typage. Mm. Okay, the Lexington Barbie. This trendy homemaker Barbie is available with your choice of a Lexus or Ford Windstar minivan. She gets lost easily and has no full time occupation. Traffic jamming cell phones sold separately. Revere Barbie. This tobacco-chewing, brassy-haired Barbie has a pair of her own high-heeled sandals with one broken heel from the time she chased her beer-gutted boyfriend, Ken, out of her triple-decker. Her makeup is dark red lip liner with your choice of lips covered in sparkly pink or no fill-in at all. Her ensemble includes low-rise acid-washed jeans with assorted colored G-strings that stick out the back and a white see-through halter top. That's Revere? That's Revere Barbie. New... Newton Barbie, this Princess Barbie is only sold at Chestnut Hill Mall. She comes with an assortment of Kate Spade, handbags, a Lexus, long-haired foreign dog named Honey, and a cookie-cutter house. Available with or without tummy tuck and facelift. Workaholic Ken sold only in conjunction with augmented version. Oh. I mean, this guy, I mean, this is like someone spent a lot of time on this. Way too much time on Maybe this. Maybe he's, he's dated these women. Bill Ricca Marble, uh, Marble, Barbie. <laughs> Bill, marble in my mouth. Yep. Bill Ricca Barbie. This pale model comes dressed in her own Wrangler jeans, two sizes too small, a Harley Davidson shirt, and has a tattoo of a Tweety Bird on her shoulder. She has big, stiff hair, a six-pack of Bud Light, and a Leonard Skinner CD set. She can spit over five feet and can kick mullet-haired Kenny Doll's ass when she's drunk. Purchase her pickup truck separately and get its, na- get its NASCAR bumper stickers free. I mean, this is like comedic. Well, yeah, marginally. It comedic. could be real. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, but I mean, the fact that someone would send this to me. What and year that was you this? kept this for the last 20 some odd years. Well, when I first flipped through it, I thought, well, maybe this is good. I'll read it later. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I, I put it off till tonight. And here it is. It's later. Till tonight. 
December 1st, 2003. See that? You've kept this for 20 years. It was in the same file with this other years. shit. Yeah, oh almost 20 God. years. You're right. I'm proud know, of you, Mike. I know. Well, that's, well, that's how long my career's been over, pretty much. All right. Now, you guys, everybody's guilty of this. What? Getting li- lyrics confused when you hear a song for years, you think, oh, I thought he was saying this, and he's uh, yeah. saying this instead. Like, uh, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Uh, that's one of the ones on the list. Oh, wow, there you go. Okay, that's the Jimi Hendrix one. Yeah. Excuse, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah. It's, it's excuse me while I kiss the sky. Of course. Right, you knew that. Yeah. Right? I heard Jimi Hendrix on the radio today, by the way. Mm-hmm. My first concert ever, 1968. Oh. Yeah. And I thought at the time, he, he would he just say... Excuse me while I kiss this guy? Well, I don't think of when I was 14 and taking Romilar cough syrup for the buzz that I really, really, that, that, that crossed my mind. <laughs> I really. Okay, how about this from Elton John? Misheard. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> Did you think it was that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I like that one. That's yeah. a good one. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Uh, from the song Drift Away. Drift Away, Dolby Gray. Give me the Beach Boys and free my soul. Oh. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, a message in a bottle by the police. A year has passed since I broke my nose. <laughs> but it is, I, I wrote, since I wrote my note. Oh. Yeah, you, see, <laughs> you, you didn't get that one wrong. I couldn't even hear it. Uh, from the 60s, let's go back to Smitty's uh, 1969 and... Uh, this is the dawning of the age of asparagus. Oh, man. Nobody thought that. Nobody thought that. Nobody that, that, thought that. It's clearly Lighten Aquarius. Lighten up. Have a little fun with this. Okay? No. Yeah, well, this thanks. is bullshit. You introduced this as something that we were going to misconstrue no, the lyrics. People do. This is oh, how dumb Jesus. people are. I've told you this before. There's a friend of mine who thought that the song Paperback Writer was Pay for That Grinder. Wait, pay for that grinder. And if you it? listen to it, it sounds like pay for that grinder. It's paperback writer. It's paperback writer. Is that what it is? I was supposed to pay pay for that grinder. Madonna, like a virgin, touched for the thirty first time. <laughs> well, that's reality. Yeah, she's such a whore. Oh boy. You know what? Did you see her face lately? It's gonna fall off. It is. Something's tr- strange. Uh, strange about that woman. Happened to Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, let's modernize this a little bit and go to the 90s. Smells like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. Here we are now in containers. <laughs> <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. How yep. about this? Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, you know what? I left it I left it off here. Thank, I, it's, yes. it's on here. Thanks. I, I Thanks for it. Nice so. tease, Mike. Purple Hay. The- oh, Eddie Money. Eddie. I've got two chickens to paralyze. <laughs> <laughs> That would be foul play, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh, oh, I know. That's good. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. The girl with colitis goes by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we like that one. I, I mean, this is fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm having it got ball. better when we started fake laughing. Yeah. yeah. No, you, those weren't fake laughs. I know you well enough to know when a fake laugh comes out of you. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man, this I love that. You know, a Saturday morning, it's quiet. The leaves are. Why are you doing that sound? The, the sky is blue. The sun is shining. It's like fifty degrees. And it's like Ernie Banks. Let's play Let's two. Let's play two. And this happens for a nicest all man day. I've ever. Uh, That's your neighbor. 
It's your neighbor. Why don't you save that for 15 minutes of shame? Oh, no. Uh, Ernie Banks, nicest man I ever interviewed in my life. Yeah. Love Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, and, I, and Ferguson Jenkins, who I had dinner with. I'm name dropping like a bitch tonight. Aren't Fergie. I? Fergie Jenkins told me Ernie Banks is every bit as legitimately nice and, and Mr. Cub and 100%. He's saintly. He's such a wonderful, well-loved guy in Chicago. I like when you name drop. It sort of like gives us a glimpse behind the scenes. Oh, I yeah. got tons of those. Oh, give us another one. Yeah, it reminds us when you used to be famous. You know, I was doing... <laughs> I watch a lot of uh, uh, INSP. So they have all the old westerns on that network. Yeah, yeah. And I see all the people that are, that were on the Gunsmoke series, hmm. and there's so many of them that became somebody later on. Like I watched an episode last night. I think Bert Convy or something was on there. But they've had they've had everybody on that show. You know, uh, Lee, uh, not Lee Marvin, uh, Warren Oates. Remember he played John Dillinger. Good God. Uh, but you look for these pe- these people all made they made the rounds and they made their bones on those old western uh, shows in those fifties black and white series that you saw on TV in the fifties and sixties early sixties. I saw an interview with an actor who said uh, it was a very famous actor. It was uh, uh, well, might have been Clint Eastwood. It was on one of those uh, uh, the uh, the director's workshop. What's that called? That yeah. uh, the actors yeah. uh, actors. Uh, anyway, he said that the actor studio. At, that's thank you. At <laughs> at some point in time, every actor has to play a dead person. Either on TV or in a movie, they play a dead person. They get the call. I need somebody to do this, and of course, you just say, "Okay, that's me." Well, Ross Martin, who played Artemis Gordon mm. on The Wild Wild West, the weird looking guy. Well, uh, the weird looking guy? I thought he was a little strange. Yeah. No, you're thinking of uh, Miguelito Lovelace, the midget? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Artemis Gordon was played by Ross Martin. Ross he, Martin. I just saw him on Gunsmoke last night. Man. Ross Martin. I did a telethon with him for cerebral palsy in Hartford. Yeah. What was he like? And he was he was the the year before it was Bob Crane, and he is dead. Bob. He played a dead person after he died, and and I and I did the overnight shift. It was midnight to six, and they needed phone calls and you know donations. So it was me and Paul Peterson. Who was Jeff on the Donna Reed show? My dad. Yep. And she can't find her keys. That other song you have was Holy a Holy crap! That's right. So I, you know, I, these these telethons. I mean, uh, Paul Peterson's the only one that's alive. Ross Martin's dead now too. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how people are dying these days. Of course, they're ninety-seven. You know, I guess I should expect that. What show was Steve McQueen on? What did he get his break on? Bullet. Well, ha- before no. that, Half no. Gun Will Travel. Is that that's what it was? He was a bounty hunter. Steve McQueen was on Half Gun Will Half Travel. Half Gun Will Travel. He played uh, Josh Randall, a body hu- a bounty hunter. Holy crap! How I watched you... it all the time. He had a sawed-off shotgun on his belt, and whenever he gets the guy, blam, blast him, blast the guts out did of the Paul guy. Newman have a fifties western run? I don't think he had a series, but he was in some. He was in some of those series, mm. you know. Anyway, um, he play a dead person. <laughs> he can't, he's now very qualified to do that. Mm. Um, so we have a podcast called 15 Minutes of Shame." We'd like you to tune into. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's cutting. It's edgy. It's stupid. And when it's 15 minutes, so if, if it's too stupid for you, just bear with it. For in 15 fact, minutes. a listener to that uh, podcast asked me to relay this to you that you should explain. That it goes for 15 minutes and not one second longer. No, true. Once you hear the bam, it's over. You could be in the middle of a thought, and that's the end of that. And I'm clearly usually in the middle uh, of a... Some uh, brilliant statement. Yeah. Of a... uh, What was it? Soliloquy uh, thing. thought. A thought, yeah. Uh, But for now, we'd like to bid you adieu. Uh, 
a deuce. We'd like to bid you a deuce. A deuce yeah. And we have to make way for our, our, our closing act is always musical. It's always Joe and Jerry. They love it. It's the most publicity they've had in years. Being on this, uh, and the song was selected by, I believe, Jerry this time. Hmm. Jerry, Jerry picked this song. So here they are. Joe and Jerry. With a, a song by The Knack. The Knack. At Shaw's. Can you believe it? You go first, Joe. Oh, my little pretty one. A pretty one. When you gonna give me some time, Sharona? Will you make my motor run? My motor run. Honey coming off the line. Sharona. Never gonna stop giving up. Such a dirty mind, Joe. Always getting up from the touch of the younger kind, Joe. My, my, my. Mama my Sharona. Come a little closer, huh? Be a hun. Close enough to look into my eyes, Sharona. Keep a little mystery you give to me. Running down the length of my thigh, Sharona. That's gross. Got a dirty mind trope. Like the younger kind. My, my, my. Oh! My Sharona. My Big Boner. This is the musical interlude part, Drew. Anything you want to say to the masses? Yeah, tell, tell them to take a flying fuck at the moon and charge it to me, Joe, but I don't think that's suitable for the podcast. Now say it anyway, Drew. Get it off your chest. Right. Take a flying fuck at the moon and charge it to me. <laughs> Last verse. When you gonna give it to me? Give it to me. It's just a matter of time, Sharona. Here's a trip to destiny. To destiny. Or is it just a game in my mind, Sharona? Never gonna stop giving up such a dirty mind. Always get it off from the touch of the younger kind. My, 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 my. Oh! My Sharona. My, 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 my. Oh. Oh. My Sharona. Oh. My Sharona. It's my Sharona. It's mine, Joe.